Gotta say, it would, it would it be rug radio if I didn't just rug everyone like I one minute it. into episode zero? It's a good way to start. It's a good way to start. Yeah. That, that, you should actually, we should download that and mint it. And that should be one of your first NFTs that you minted was that episode. And then we'll restart this one so, proper so we can post this on uh, all the syndicated platforms. Yeah, lesson one is if you try and change your Twitter account while you're hosting, it just... Uh, it rugs everyone. So um, <laughs> let me get uh, Sayotos up to the stage here. Uh, yeah, everyone's up here. Oh, look at this. We got Time Time Warrior yep. who had an amazing comment in Discord. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, I hadn't thought of it. I called it uh, RDAO Hour, and he responded that uh, – it's 0.5 rug per second based on the uh, conversion between uh, rug <laughs> to RDAO. Uh, I'm going to try and get you up, Time Warrior. I invited you. Feel free to join. Uh, but we're pretty casual here. I was just kind of anchoring myself in this show. This is episode zero. I uh, got guest uh, Patrick Wagner and then a couple of folks from Discord. Patrick is the head of creators for Rug Radio. So his job is basically to, if you want to host a show or create content for Rug Radio, you want to go talk to Patrick. And the reason is because Patrick is um, um, kind of at the center of how these shows work. So he's got a good understanding of marketing, of audience, of how to monetize. He can help you with things like um, uh, what your brand name is, uh, what your kind of visual presentation will be, who your audience is. And I contacted Patrick, uh, I don't know, a week ago, two weeks ago, told him my idea that I want to sort of start hosting a show and kind of see what that process is like. And then we, we just settled on the idea of starting on a weekend. We moved it back to 4 p.m. Eastern um, to kind of accommodate our friends down under and the AEST time zone. Um, but, uh, yeah, we don't really have much of an agenda. We wanted to just kind of hang out, describe what I'm trying to do here. I wanted to give Patrick a good chance to kind of talk about what he's doing. And uh, then I wanted to uh, bring on some other speakers who are involved in RDAO or interested in RDAO and just kind of hang out for an hour. So um, welcome, Patrick. Are you there? I am. Can you hear me okay? I hear you loud and clear. Awesome. <laughs> I'm excited. Very excited. I know right now there's a real awesome need for people to get a closer view of how things build in DAOs and specifically the rug DAO because that's what you're involved in and that's what you're working on and that's where I work as well. So I think it's an awesome way of kind of showing your journey through DAO or through RugDAO. And I think that's a great way because people in my mind, you know, really learn the best firsthand and pretty much any question that you have, most people have as well. And being able to even as a good host, think about additional questions and reach out to additional individuals to kind of broaden your scope of what you might ask as well makes you uh, pull out even more quality content, which I'm super excited about. And I'm excited about chopping it up into audiograms and sharing it with our community. And like we talked about, I love the idea of doing the work and talking about something and then 
putting it into more sizable or bite-sized pieces that people can consume on all the different platforms. That way, as we talk about these things, as you have more episodes, it's going to become like a treasure trove of knowledge that people will go through. And eventually, I'm sure you'll have like a post that'll say, weaving them all together. And here's how you do it. And here's how you learn to get up to speed. So I'm super excited. Awesome. I forgot to read uh, something about sort of disclosures, but kind of goes without saying not uh, this is not financial advice. This is not legal advice. You know, anytime in crypto web three, you should always do your own research. You should always take what people are saying with a grain of salt, even me, even Patrick, um, definitely want to kind of get those disclosures out of the way and clear and, and really tell you that I really mean that, uh, that it really sure. is important <laughs> that you do your own research, that you don't yeah. rely on anyone for legal or financial advice. Um, and, uh, yeah, let me, uh, I kind of gave you that intro, Patrick, sort of about what you do. Did I miss anything or is there anything else that, uh, people who are tuning in here to episode zero should know about you or, or what you do? Sure. I think I'll go over because I'm so eager to want to talk about like the process and what we do with creators and what we're trying to kind of achieve. I know Rug Radio when it was born, so I was on that call. Uh, <laughs> you know, we were doing shows regularly at that time every day as well in the space with uh, Ed Balloon and Brittany Pierre called the BIPOC uh, space. And so we realized how much people needed a space to come to on a regular basis. So we started as Twitter spaces, and that was the birth of the idea. But quickly we realized that we should probably be moving towards being media agnostic. So we realized that empowering people to use a very great tool like Twitter spaces, allowing them to own the content from their Twitter space, and then the very first phase or way we looked at increasing audience and adding exposure comes through syndication platforms that's another reason why we have golden who's our executive producer at rug radio and his job is to ensure the quality of the shows and the content of those shows as well um, meets a certain standard in order to allow us to take those shows and put them on all the syndication platforms like amazon spotify apple music google music and and host of others, including like YouTube. So there's a great opportunity there in order to kind of go outside of the echo chamber, which is currently, you know, web three related. It's if you're in this project and that project, you literally only hear about those projects and maybe a few things that people in that community might be doing. And in order to kind of break out of that and make sure that rug radio wasn't just a web three kind of flavor of radio, um, that in fact was much broader. We were able to kind of look at things from a broader scope and actually quickly look at, okay, great. How do we bring on a YouTuber? How do we bring on podcasters? And how do we take advantage of the fact that people do all sorts of content, but we have to do it in a slow and steady enough pace because we're creating tools, we're finding tools, tools are being built for us or for the space. So there's a lot of steps that need to be taken so we don't overpromise and underdeliver. But the first one with the syndication really does broaden your audience, really does give you that additional exposure. All the hosts that I speak to on a regular basis get additional DMs from people all over the world. Actually, 
on one of our analytics screens, I noticed that Audible in Australia gives a lot of traffic to GM NFTs. So it's stuff like that that wouldn't exist without that portion, which I call like the second part. And then right after that, we're now going into how to turn in that audio into video and turning it into bite-sized pieces of content like you see the GM NFTs show. They're called audiograms. So we help with a template for each creator. We provide the tool. And again, the amazing Golden is there to kind of walk people through and show them how he does it in order to kind of get them to be able to do it. A great example of that is uh, Ben White. Um, I think it's the NFT 101. He's, um, his show is NFTs Beyond the Floor, and he's done a fantastic job of following all of the steps and just, I think over the last few weeks, has been releasing audiograms just at a furious pace. I think he did, he told me he did like six in an hour and 15 minutes only or eight. I can't remember, but it was a big number and they look great. They just look so professional. So when you do all of those things, what happens with the audiograms, when you chop them up into the right sizes, if it's a minute or less, it can go to TikTok. You know, you can do Instagram reels. You could do YouTube shorts as well as full size YouTube videos. Once you go over kind of, let's say that three minute mark. So now a space that you did for one hour now gets syndicated, which gives you opportunity for that extra audience, then gets chopped up into additional pieces and assets that you can take and put out to all your social media. Again, making the entire process produce more for the creator. And it creates a better asset at the end of the day in the sense that if I come on a show and I'm being interviewed, if you say at the end of the show, I will send you a couple of assets. Like when you ask me, Hey, Patrick, why is your name X, Y, Z, or what's the name of your project? You know, any of those questions and I answer it and you send me something that has my picture on it, has the question and it's an audio. I'm going to share that out to my audience. So in my case, I don't have a very big audience, but let's say 12,000 people on Twitter I'm going to share that. If it's evergreen, I might share it every two or three weeks. That's branded rug radio. That's all we ask in that exchange, right? So we're empowering the creators to be able to do this, to gain additional exposure because the numbers go like this. There might be two to 3,000 people that listen to the Beeple interview on GMNFTs. We may end up getting another two to 5,000 people listening to it on all the podcast syndication networks. And then when we chop it up into audios, they get an additional 16 to 50,000. And that's the kind of thing that when you line all those up and it's being done from one work, it starts to make a lot of sense for creators. And it's kind of producing all the things they need without having additional staff and all the stuff that kind of we've had to go through as we build in order to kind of figure out the processes and then streamline those things into simplified tools that everybody can use. Because we look at it this way, Baroque and GMNFTs is creator 001. And basically with that test case, if it works with that show, there's high probability it will work for creators as well. So it allows us to kind of see, okay, audiograms are incredibly successful. They can be shared. They can empower your audience. Um, 
extend your audience as well as bring in incredible guests because now all of a sudden people want to be on your show because they get those additional cool assets that really allow them to tell their story better. So that's what we're up to. We're doing some exciting things outside of that creators program where we're actually going after paid content as well, which I'm really, okay, really excited to. Can I, um, can I ask a couple questions? Yeah, go for it. All right. So want to kind of unpack a lot of what you just said. So one is what you're saying is that I'm, if I create a space like this, rug radio is going to give me the tools to syndicate that out to a bunch of different platforms. Yes. I'm going to give you the tools. The first tool is, is to be able to own this piece of content, download it and have the MP3 file so that it doesn't get lost in two to four weeks. If it was just sitting here on Twitter. So that's step one. And then after that, yes, then you have a file and now you can syndicate a file because you have an MP3 to start with. Okay. Now you're so a podcast. What, what I want to say is to my, to everyone who's here, there's four of you and me. So if you guys speak during this, Patrick, what you're saying is this might end up on Spotify. So it sounds like I should kind of give a warning to people who are here. Hey, this might be on YouTube. This might be syndicated elsewhere. Does that seem like a good practice? Since I know you're in the legal department of things, I think that's a great idea. I'm just going to say I'm a ghost and don't exist. So to all of you. (laughs) But yeah, I think think that's a great idea. Why not? I would always tell people what's going on. Most people, I think, don't, don't matter. What I've noticed is what people see is instead of like a radio, you can interact. So if you don't want to interact and you want to be private, don't interact on the stage. That's pretty much the only way to do it. I think if you choose to click on the speaker button, maybe that might be the, the wording. If you choose to accept the speaker button, know that you will be, you know, syndicated on other platforms. Appreciate your uh, your tacit acknowledgement through accepting the speaker button. <laughs> Is that for pretty sure, good? For sure. Yeah. So consider yourself sworn. We got a new listener now, five of you. If you come and talk, this might show up on Spotify. If you're really funny, like you might get some likes. Uh, just exactly. just throwing that out there. I, I have a, a fake Gary V account. I'll troll you with it. <laughs> okay. Just kidding. All right. All right. Um, okay, but that actually triggered another question for me because I want to sort of cover all my bases. The content I'm making, I don't care at all about personally. I don't care about copyright, trademark. I'm producing kind of CC0 content. Uh, But I imagine maybe some people, some rug radio hosts might have different ideas. They might want to own their content in that, in like own the intellectual property aspects of it. Is that something that comes up or you can speak to about kind of how rug radio handles that? Yeah, definitely. Actually, because of the idea of owning your own content, the entire process is designed to empower you to have that full ownership. So we really don't have the content at every corner. If there's any chance where we will modify or let's say add something to the file, let's say we got a sponsor powered by And we said, hey, we're going to add a 15-second powered buy to the end of all episodes, and you get XYZ amount of rug for that sponsorship. You can choose to do it or not. It will never be like a mandatory thing. So 
at this point, we're giving you the tools to own your content, hold your content, then showing you where you can go if you want to syndicate. Let's say you don't like YouTube. Just don't check that box and you're good. You know what I mean? So it's up to you. All of it's up to you and how much of it you want to partake in is as well up to you. It may be simply that first portion that really makes you happy and you load it up on your own website and you want to do it that way. With our section function, which allows you to syndicate, you get a little, all the hostings included there. So it does save you a little bit of money of trying to do this stuff separately. All the tools do have an individual value. Okay, do I have to sign a legal agreement with Rug Radio saying like, oh, you get to, you know, my content is yours or are there any nope. kind of a... Nope, that's the point. I really, I love the relationship in the sense that I have with creators. I really feel like we provide a great value. And if we didn't, there would be no reason for you to stay and participate in the ecosystem, right? But because we're paying for tools or creating those tools, or working with partners on tools, all of that kind of like greases the rails and makes your process quicker and smoother. So you don't have to take six or nine months to get up to a certain process. Let's say like a certain show would, that may take you like Ben's show within the first few weeks, you're up to five, 600 numbers because all of the aspects of having a more professional look, uh, coaching on questions, sending your, you know, people who are going to have on the questions in advance, having a quick chat with them in advance, all the pre-work that a lot of people think nobody does, but they do. And once you do it, you have a more professional show for it. And that's when sponsorship and opportunities come along as well. Okay. So I just want to kind of put a pin in this to make sure I'm hearing you right. Cause what I'm hearing is you're going to do a bunch of things for me by like letting me download my content, syndicating it. You're going to help me find my audience. You're going to help me with sponsorship opportunities. And what I'm hearing is I don't have to sign any agreement with you. I can come and go if I want. Like if, if I decide that, uh, you know, I want to turn into like carpet hour or go to some other DAO, I can just do that. I don't need to like go get your permission. Is that, is that right? Now you're getting into a nuance. So I think your question is saying, can I put it this way? Your show is approved by me. If you changed it from rug DAO to, I'm not going to say a bad word, but anything else DAO, you know what I mean? That wasn't approved. No, you wouldn't be able to. Do you understand? Um, if you took the same tools that you saw us using and popped them open and did 10 other shows any other way you wanted, you're welcome to do that. Do you know what I mean? Just like web hosting isn't some sort of master tool that no one else understands. Email marketing is not something secret. You know, hold his hosting Twitter spaces. It's the value provided executive producing, working with you to understand your audience, understand your topic, understand the opportunity, and then make sure that you do the right things that really make a big difference to your audience. Being consistent and staying within the realm of what you're trying to achieve and not just trying to shill shitty product uh, projects because <laughs> that shit won't fly. And, you know, our community values are about educating and upskilling people through knowledge. And if your show and your content doesn't align with that, you will not be using rug radio anywhere. 
Right, right. But I'm not signing like a deal where I can only host a show that you approve. Come nope, on, absolutely a, not. A that's what I said. Label. Nope, exactly. That's that's the part that's the benefit. You're kind of getting all the benefit of, you know, everything you want, but you're welcome to do whatever you want as well, right? You have no restrictions whatsoever. I think that's again where it starts to get very exciting because most creators are used to web two where your hands are tied almost instantaneously. And if I can sniff even the little bit of like talent, I'm locking you down for as I can for as little as I can. Yep. 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 Okay. All right. Cool. With that out of the way, um, I'd like to kind of get in a little bit to kind of what, what you and I have talked about up to this point. Um, uh, we talked maybe earlier this week, we talked one time before, but basically I, I went to rug.fm slash LFG is that the right URL? Pretty sure. Yep. That's um, and I clicked on, uh, I'm going to see, I'm going to pull it up here. I clicked on host with rug radio. And that took me to a little form where I gave you my name, my email, my Twitter profile, kind of what my idea was for the show. And then you and I, uh, you sent me an email and you, and we scheduled a call, right? Yep, that's it. I get them. It funnels through me. I read the proposals. So what we're really looking for is to try to support people who've either got a unique idea, have an existing audience, or a combination of those two. Right. So the space needs a lot of great content. That's why we're going into multiple languages. Just signed up our Mandarin show recently. And there's lots of exciting other shows and languages we're getting into. So it's a combination of those options that we look at when we're kind of turning around and giving people the opportunity. If you have no audience and you've never hosted a space and your idea is, I want to talk about Web3, I almost can guarantee you, you won't get it. But I would encourage people, and that's something that I did want to talk about I do want to figure out a way to encourage people to get from zero to, let's say, 500 listeners to a show so that more and more people can get to a point where we can automatically bring them on board and get them even more listens and more audience. Hey, Jade. Cool, cool. Cool, cool. So you and I spoke this week, I don't know, Monday or Tuesday, something like that, and um, I came to you with the idea of I want to just build our DAO. And uh, my kind of idea for a show is sort of a narrative that just kind of episodes are numbered and just do things that I think will build our DAO. So for episode zero, I figured, hey, why don't I kind of walk through this process of how to host a show, have you on, and then let's kind of work through these kinds of questions that um, that you go through with hosts. And I figured, hey, why not just do that live on Twitter Spaces, call it episode zero. Um, so can we do that for a little bit? Yeah, I love that. That was my favorite idea. All right. So look, my idea is I want to build our DAO and I want to produce content, create a community that just sort of gets our DAO building. So that could be like, you know, I have a very wide view of that. But for now, my idea is like, let's show people how to become a host, how to find a, a topic, 
how to walk through the process. Um, and uh, what do you think? Definitely. Do you know? Um, I love that idea. Um, I would also look at possibly going wider. I always look at our space and a lot of people go very narrow, which is great, especially if you're a subject matter expert. But I also know that for a show's longevity, it's important to have enough room to have a variety of different discussions. So in that case, I'd kind of give you that as an option or as a possibility as well. But again, that's up to you to decide kind of what your final concept for your show will be. But I'm kind of willing to give you some ideas or bumpers as well where I think things would work well or better. Yeah, perfect. So what do you mean by go broader? Like what if you take kind of the idea that I came into you with and you were to push back and say, you know, you think this, this, and sure. this, like what, I, what I would, do you think? I would tell you, I'd say, you know what, it's a great idea, but how long and how much content could you get out of this? Especially on a show. It's different if you're trying to go really deep into one topic, but I'd probably say, you know what, maybe your show should be, you know, about interviewing DAOs or going through one or two episodes about a DAO, kind of like getting into rug radio and then, you know, working within rug radio or something with proposals and, and, and going through that process so that you kind of show people every week or every two weeks, a different project, a different DAO, a different tech or innovation that that's being done. And that way you have almost like a constant stream of, possible things to talk about yep yep i love it i love it um do you when a when a new host comes to you do you start thinking about how can this show generate revenue kind of what are the partnership opportunities is that something that kind of goes through your mind typically um not with the individual hosts it's more from you know uh, as, as a whole platform so as a whole platform we're always racing to have as much quality content as there is possible but from a host perspective no i absolutely don't think about that at all i care only about your success and making sure that the process is as unchaotic and unstressful because my number one goal is for you to be consistent in both your format and timing because without that, I guarantee you nothing you do will be successful in this space because it's very much like television, even though we don't watch a lot of TV anymore. People are programmed into the times they take for breaks or they do what they do. If your show comes on at a certain time and you get used to it after four or six weeks of twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 p.m. with Brannigan, right? And people do that. And then you start mixing that up later because something comes up or something changes i'd i'd literally tell you to pre-record yourself and do it that way rather than screwing with the time slot because it'll mess up so much of what people are expecting and when you're surfing awareness and attention in this way you really can't afford to then just change lanes and make people jump with you interesting hmm. mm -hmm. yeah I, I mean i'm thinking about gm nfts which is on Twitter every morning at 1030 Eastern typically. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like every morning 
And so I know like when I'm getting up, eating breakfast, a lot of times I'm getting my cereal out. I just know that the GM NFT shows is on and that, that definitely, um, it just kind of makes it easy. Like it's, it's sort of a dependable thing that I can count on. So, um, yeah, I hadn't thought about that in the context of my show, but yeah, what I, what I heard you say was if I'm not consistent in my formatting and timing that basically my show is going to fail. Yeah. Because the algorithm in, in Twitter and in most other social platforms really makes a difference when a certain number of people tune into this show, right? So if today's show has this number, if next show doesn't have this number and a few more and dwindles less and less, you will never get the visibility, right? On top of that, it's very much like what you learn in projects. I can drop just about anything under a smart contract and call it a project. doesn't mean there's a community behind it. What you're doing with your show is building your community. And the more you build something with value that people see, the more they will subscribe in the sense of follow you, follow the show, remember what time because they enjoyed it or because they got something from it. And when you build it from that principle and are consistent, that's when you have a chance to actually grow and build audience, uh, bring in fantastic guests because when people understand that you take this seriously and you enjoy what you do and you're passionate about this, they want to be fucking interviewed. They want to absolutely talk to you and talk about themselves and, you know, go on and on in that direction. Give it to them. For sure. Okay. Let me double click on that for a minute. Um, I heard you and I wrote down, I'm taking notes here. You said build from principles. Um, so what, um, what have you, from our conversations, kind of what, what kinds of principles do you think I'd be good at building a community around? What, what are those, or, or do I need to find them kind of as I host and I find my audience? I think it's always partially where you're kind of figuring it out as you go through it, but taking those moments to look at what's happening from almost that third person to better understand like, that's what I do. So I'd look at you going, okay, great. I understand what you're going to do as a show. I'm looking at what you're going to achieve now. Who the hell else needs to understand this? And I'm thinking about anybody who's heard the word DAO would need to understand how these things work. Anybody who's ever thought about rug DAO will want to come onto this show in multiple episodes and listen to everything. Right. So you start to see where there's potential for audience, what size that audience will be. That's why I can also say to you, you know, you could do this show, but you'll probably never break out of these numbers. In our case, we're building a community and we have a large community. So as people know, this shows on regularly, it will grow, right? It's different if we had a community of 10 people max, right? But when you have 20, 30,000 people, another 80, what was it, 84,000 on Twitter there? And then amongst everybody else, I'm telling you, if we actually you know, just are consistent, but we'll grow and the show will have thousands on it. Okay. All right. So I want to um, transition here and bring some uh, folks up and kind of talk about our DAO. But I want to just say one more thing here about the process. So you and I talked earlier this week um, and we agreed, hey, you'll come on. You'll be my first guest. Thank you, by the way. Uh, 
really glad that you came on. Appreciate you. Um, And then you also sent me an email that, you know, had kind of some questions that you needed more information from. You wanted my um, profile photo because you were going to put together sort of a visual. uh, And you did that for me. And uh, you also wanted my Ethereum public address, which I gave you. And then I didn't even realize this until today, but I just checked my wallet and you sent me uh, an NFT. I did. That's the weekly host paths. I love them. They're fantastic. They're really beautiful NFTs as well. So I guess that, and and what I've learned too in this process is not to load Um, everybody up with a whole bunch of things up front, but to actually give people, you know, chances to do the show. Then next we're going to chat about downloading. And then after that, you know, we'll go to the next step is syndicating. So that way each of these steps kind of go forward with you, but they're not overwhelming. All right. And do you expect anything from me? I mean, you just, you just sent me this NFT. I didn't pay you any money. You just gave it to me, right? Bingo. You're right. That's it. No contracts, no nothing, just value up front. I mean, we talked, I know who you are. I checked your profile. I I learn about people from the community. I see what they're up to. So it's not like a open door. It's more of an open door curated kind of entrance so that we make sure that we're bringing people into the community and into the rug radio that are adding value, that are helping, and that aren't just there to take advantage. Because trust me, I get a lot of applications for people who are like, hey, I really want to do a show. It's going to be called the Yellow Show. And uh, we just happen to have a Bananas NFT that's launching in a week. And uh, it's not really related, but we're all on it. And we're all going to be talking about it for the next six weeks. I'm like, oh, cool. Fuck off. <laughs> so we got to make a clip out of that and maybe put some <laughs> bananas, bananas on the visual. Exactly. Take that. So. all right all right okay so look i want to um i want to bring people up if you want to chat um there's a way for you to raise your hand and then we've got um Sciotos and uh move boots um but i want to kind of throw this out uh Sciotos. uh you're raising your hand talk talk to me what what are you thinking no i just really i appreciate everything that's kind of being dropped by uh, patrick and you of course uh but it's really nice to see that they're giving, like Rug Radio is really giving the foundation to be able to get the content from different hosts. And giving you that those tools is really important because going into the space blind, kind of hosting on your own blind without really finding your niche in that guide, it's difficult, you know. And doing that consistency in that process, it's great. So it's good to see that, Pat, and it's good to see that you're going to be starting this process, Rag. So I'll be joining in and following through too. I love this. Awesome. Appreciate you too. What's do you do you have a show in mind, Sayouts? Are you thinking of being a host or something like that? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was about to say. Definitely. I'm I'm really I push forth a lot of the emotional intelligence into mental health. And seeing how the market conditions always go in NFTs, they're always up and down. It really, it really affects the everyday trader and especially artists and consumers as well. So kind of going into that and giving that like insight and 
and letting people know that, hey, you know, even though we might have bought a rug of three months ago, that doesn't mean that the NFT space is dead. That doesn't mean that you should get discouraged in what you're building as an artist either, just because you see Ethereum go down. But you see all these projects and how communities stand behind them and how hosting spaces and building all these things actually matter. So I'll definitely be hosting spaces with Pat too. Right on, right on. Do you mind if I ask you a couple questions about your, your show ideas? Ask away. All right. What um, Did you hear what Patrick said about how your show will fail unless you're consistent in your format and timing? Shit, what, you're making um... me sound so bad. I don't think <laughs> I said it that badly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I did. I did. Well, I, I mean, when you say it like that, I mean, I think you're saying it like that because you've seen that with your experience, right? 100%. 100%. minute so... you change the time, it's like a TV show used to do it. You know, once they did, they lose like 60% of the audience. So I'm I'm listening when you say that, man. I'm I'm taking it seriously. Um, um do you guys so are you gonna start a show, Syotes, or um you just kinda talking or what's your what's your thinking on your show? Yeah, definitely uh, starting a show and opening the conversation to different artists and creators. And what Patrick said about consistency is very true, regardless. I mean, when you're creating something and when you're a builder you have to stay consistent because everybody that's going to be following you is going to be interested in what you're building. And you can't let them down and, in a sense, let yourself down f throughout the process if you're not staying and delivering, you know. It's just you're putting out this. People will resonate with it. People will resonate with what you're saying. And that's why I, I would definitely start my show. I'm an early bird, and I know a lot of people are, are definitely international, so I could always kind of schedule it in between that works for everybody. And that's always something that I'm looking at. So I look at the time zones. I would look into who would really kind of join in space at first and see what time zone works. And then from there, kind of stay on that consistent path. That's also why now I give the advice to every new host to plan out their first four shows before they start. Because I learned getting people right into it and then getting hit with the idea of scheduling or something. And then someone can't make it. It frazzles you up, takes away that momentum and then things slow down and then you're not consistent. So just telling people schedule your first month out, program it as best as possible. Even if it takes you two weeks before you start or Hey, if you want to rush through this and do it in two hours, I am down for that too. There's really no time limit and I'm willing to go as fast or as necessary speed necessary to kind of make it successful. Yep. For sure. For sure. Um, all right. Does anyone else want to come up? Uh, Maboots, you're up on stage. If anyone else wants to come up and share anything or ask anything, um, want to open it up. Yeah. Awesome. Um, honestly, just, yeah. Thank you so much guys. And like Patrick, it's just such gold hearing, hearing you talk. Um, like I, I had a background um, ages back in sort of more traditional radio hosting and entered into the space more through the visual art, art side of things. Um, but I've always, it sort of, the lifelong dream in many ways has been like to really get in, get into the, the hosting or interview side of things. Like I love getting to know people. 
So like, yeah, hearing, hearing you talk, just, just hearing some of these tips that are, not, that are just valuable. I mean, I, I would, I would absolutely love to end up um, going onto rug radio, but to sort of, to get to that point, hearing these tips um, are so, so valuable. So, I mean, I, yeah, I was really just keen to hear more, more of what you spoke to about how, how do you sort of have some level of um, sort of incubation or, framework i guess supporting those to kind of to get to that point where their sort of application is is looking sort of you know more viable and i think it's actually the transparency of both these spaces that we have like this and then we have a creator space that we just started pushing onto twitter space so that we talk as creators but we also talk openly with everyone else in the community and share so that way if i say we're benefiting from syndication on podcast streams. Anybody can go to Google and type that in. It's not some sort of a you know secret, right? If you like what I'm saying and you think I'm going to help you, then hey, go to rug.fm, LFG, fill out the form. I love the idea of we can't, certain people aren't ready, but I like the idea of creating an entire process that allows people to get up to that at their own pace as well so some sort of online coursing or videos and questions to walk people through those steps and those processes because i know there's a lot of great people that i want to give more chances to i know that number is dwindling as we kind of start ramping up more and more so i think it'll be an important way to kind of allow people to build just yeah it sounds absolutely perfect um yeah, also really keen to hear from like from your experience, and maybe looking kind of at at shows that have have a fairly decent audience. Are, are there are there still some pretty key things you see out there that you think are pretty obvious things that people could do better, in your opinion? Most of it takes a team. <laughs> to be honest with you, you need to have scheduling, and then processes set up for funneling people as guests, interviewers, and then discussing and doing your research on topics. And then again, taking your half an hour to an hour before a show to prep your guests and to, you know, yourself prep correctly, even if it's a dry run, and then doing your show. But that's a lot of work, a lot of work to do something that you're trying to build out that may take you anywhere from, you know, six months or more to get up to an audience side, just like, you know, a YouTube channel was back in the day. Now, I don't think many people rush to open YouTube channels and do that, but here's the whole deal. I'm not setting up a system that that's the goal in mind. Setting up the system that says, here is that high bar, but we're going to work towards achieving it Here's how we're going to work together. Here's how we're going to build tools that are going to help assist us and make it easier. Just like I'm not going to say, I expect you to do all of these things, but one step at a time, I know we'll be able to actually increase the quality. If you take a second to look at some of the questions the other hosts are asking on their shows, just as an example, when I was in Vegas, I bumped into Ryan Carson as a huge audience. I didn't know him very well prior to that point, just a little bit. But when I got to sat beside him, the questions that came out of him was like interview gold. It was one of those things where you know people are fantastic interviewers when they're asking those right questions that just make people open up 
and give answer after answer. And I was so lucky to be sitting right there to hear the answers coming out of the other person. So I was like, I'm looking for his notepad and seeing where, where did he prep the notes for this? Cause this is like straight, you know, proper Barbara Walters kind of uh, interview style, really thoughtful, really, I don't know. You, you really get a different answer out of people when you take that time to think about it and uh, ask it the right way. Yo, Zach, I noticed you're up here. Can you, are you in a place where you can speak, Zach? I'd love to have you join in. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Can you guys hear me um, sufficiently? My guy, Zach. How you doing, Patrick? Hey, well, Sam. Good, good, good to hear your voice, my friend. Likewise, likewise. Um, so I kind of jumped in the conversation mid mid conversation, but um, I just wanted to come up and um and show my support for for the team. Um, everything that that Patrick is doing as head of creators at, at Rogue Radio has um has been a support for myself, someone who's part of the the Rogue Radio community and 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 especially as a host. So um. I just wanted to give you your flowers, Pat. I know you're one of the busiest men in show business. I love to say that. And um, but every time I reach out to you, you've been available. You and the team, you and um, Golden, and and everyone else. So I'm just grateful to be a part of this this growing community. And I'm super excited for for the future of Rug Radio. And and I know for myself, it has been very beneficial for for with with my success in web three and um we're just getting started so that's all i can really I say agree. in this regard i agree i agree will's show is a I... fantastic show that really shows you again if you reach out to people you can get incredible guests and incredible content when you're thoughtful and intentional with what you're doing and the doors that get opened in this space when you are that way are incredible and so i know the next 12 months are going to be just bonkers from in real life events, being part of rug radio all the way to everything your show will open. And I tell that to a lot of people that the opportunities for networking just from your show are so tremendous that I, I really don't want people to undervalue that opportunity. I really do believe the work is worth it. 100% Patrick. Appreciate it. Hey Zach. Zach, can I um can I ask you for um a story or two? Well, how how long have you been working with Patrick? How long, when did you meet him? How long have you been doing Rug Radio first? Um, so I, I met Patrick. I think I would say December of last year, actually. Um, I'll let Patrick explain the the event that we were at at another time. But um, I had an opportunity to meet him last year during during Christmas time, and um, at that time I wasn't really aware of what rug radio was but i did follow him on instagram and he would always you know he would post certain projects that he's really supporting and one of those projects turned out to be rug radio and then i i did my research to have a better understanding of what rug radio was and i'm like this is amazing like i need to i need to figure out how to be a part of this community and in and, and that ecosystem as soon as possible. And so what I did was before I got into Rug Radio, I started doing my own weekly space. And my, and my main goal was to stay consistent. That was my only thing, just stay consistent because that's one of the most difficult things to do when you're doing spaces and, and hosting different content creations. And so 
after that, I got a little name for myself, started reaching out to, to, to Web3 creators and builders. And then I was able to kind of get a little resume there. And in, in that same process, I was kind of communicating with Patrick, touching bases with Patrick. He was very um, responsive to me reaching out to him, setting up meetings once a week, every other week, just to kind of con- make that conversation keep going. Because when, you, when, you're, when you're looking to, to be a part of something, you can't always expect that person to be available when you need them, especially when they're as busy as someone like Patrick. So you have to be very mindful of their time. But when he gave me that calendar, thank you, Patrick. And I got that calendar. I was able to schedule whenever I seen an opportunity. I was like, okay, let me talk to Patrick this day. He's available. And I was able to do so. So to answer your question, um, I probably, I've been in rug rated for about like a, two months, two and a half months, but I've been building to be a part of rug rated for like the last six, seven months, to be honest. And, um, as Patrick was um, discussing prior, like I've been able to really get some big people from Corey Van Lu to Psych. I got Toby Lasso coming on next week, who who manages Vinny Hager, and I've been so fortunate. And mind you, this is just me reaching out saying, "Hey, I'm interested in interviewing you." Some respond, some don't, and let's just be honest. But I've been very fortunate enough to get a lot of people who always respond back to me, but I do put a lot of time in, in my format, my research, and I'm very consistent with how I present my space because I'm very, I try to be as professional as possible and that's what I stand on. So um, hopefully I answered your question regarding that, sir. Yeah, for sure. And I got a follow-up because first of all, I think you joined late, but Patrick told me that if I'm not consistent, that I'm going to fail. And he just like, he said straight up, he's like, you have to be consistent. And if you're not, you're going to fail. So it sounds like he gave you that same advice and it sounds like you have been consistent and you're still going, right? Yes, correct. And to, to address your, your, your follow-up statement, um, yes, consistency is everything, my friend. Like when people inquire, like, what am I doing? Just staying consistent. That's, that's the main thing. And when we, when we talk about Web3, a month seems like six months. Six months seems like a year. So when somebody like myself who, who missed, like I was interviewing someone, prepared to interview someone, and they got into a car, they got into a motorcycle accident three days prior to the interview. So we ended up having to reschedule, of course, due to the circumstances. But the fact that I missed that week I felt it. I was like, damn, like, okay, it's all good. I understand it was an unforeseen circumstance, but me missing that, that space for that week, it, it felt really quiet for me. <laughs> and, and, and it felt really like, oh, okay, damn, I didn't do anything this week. But it just shows you if you're not staying consistent, the, the, the traction can stop, the, the, the impressions will stop, the followers can stop. And it's just, as long as you're consistent, everything else will follow suit if that makes sense. That's that's exactly what Patrick told me. He really was honest with me. I mean, he just straight up said, you got to be consistent. Um, Zach, th- so so I think what I heard you say was you, you've known about Rug Radio since December, but you've been hosting and working with Patrick for about two months. Um, in all the time since you've known Patrick, has there been any 
like advice he gave you or one specific story you could share that that it really kind of helped you make a leap up or kind of make something happen? Does does any particular story come to mind for you? Um, I would just I would just honestly not a particular story, but just from the, the conversations that I've that I've had with Patrick, like Rug Radio is a way to to to, to make our our goals and creating content just a little more easier. And having those resources allow me to allows me to do my job just that much better. So I wouldn't necessarily say any in particular advice because anytime I have any questions, he's available. But at the but at the same time, his experience and the the resources that he helps me provide and provides for me when need be. Um, I would, I can definitely live with that for sure. So yeah, definitely. Hopefully I answered the question, my bad. Yeah, no, no, you, you nailed it. You nailed it. Um, yeah. Is anyone else? Um, oh, is this a crypto coven? Jade up Jade. here. What's up, Jade? Oh. Everybody, I you need the, to follow I Jade. The crypto coven. Smartest woman I know. Next to my mom and NFTP. Well, thank you, thank you. Yes, it's a crypto coven and a very special um, Batman mask. Uh, long story, won't get into it, but it's just lots of fun. <laughs> awesome, Jade. What um are you involved in Rug Radio, or you obviously know some of the people? What's your What's your background here? What brings you to this space? Yeah, I'm. I recently, uh, thanks to Pat got a, a token, rug token, and I've actually been doing some of the stuff that Pat was talking about of creating the systems and making sure it's easy for people to stay consistent and scheduling out like months of uh, shows ahead of time. But I'm getting ready to launch uh, a rug radio show for the nonprofit that I worked with called Tech by Choice. And so we're gonna be interviewing a whole bunch of really cool people who are working in different areas in tech to help this, uh, like remove that weirdness around what tech actually is and help more people know that they can just feel empowered by tech. And it's been really cool to see um, Red Radio like just explode and grow the way that it has. And so that's, that's where I am in the middle of all of this. Awesome. And we appreciate you so much. I can't wait for your show. Zach, Zach, what's up? I just wanted, I just wanted to say one more thing, like, and for, for the people in the audience who, cause I've had people ask me like, how does rug radio help me? And how does, how do I benefit from rug radio? And um, I just want to kind of end it, end it with this is like, for those who don't know what Rug Radio is, I explain it to them just like this. Imagine if Viacom gave you the opportunity to be a part of their of their company and they literally give you their platform to leverage whatever you're trying to do and allow you to keep your IP and everything that you create. That's exactly what Rug Radio is to me. And just having such a huge brand behind you allows you to do so much more than you could before now mind you you have to do the work and you have to put the time in of course but when you do your part everything else will definitely fall into place for you and and that's speaking for myself 
and for those who follow me, you, you've seen my growth to where I am today. And that also has part to do with being part of the rug radio ecosystem. That's all. Love it. Love it. Love it. That's why we do this. Jade, when, uh, when can I tune into your show, Jade? Um, I'm, I think we're going to possibly start next month. Um, we have a really cool lineup with people that work at Google, at Netflix, um, Duo, like a just really cool lineup of people. So early next month, I'll definitely you. be tweeting about Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely yeah, be tweeting follow, about follow, it. Just follow, follow, follow. And then you'll, you won't miss it. Put those notifications on for Jade. Do it for uh, Will at Zach Radio as well. Worth the follow, guys. I got to say, Jade, I think you did a better job listening to Patrick than I did because he told me, Brannigan, you should you should outline four shows so that you have four ready to go. And I didn't, but it sounds like you have. You got, you said Google, Apple, Netflix. You get, it sounds like you got four episodes ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is just something, it's actually funny because it's something that we wanted to do for the not in the nonprofit for a long time but we wanted to make it so that it was easier for people to like jump in and make sure that there would be some type of like support system for whoever wanted to uh, start to host the rooms more consistently or be co-host and rug radio was one way that I saw this happen. And so I think it's really cool how, even though like this nonprofit, it has web three parts to it, but it's focused on all different types of tech that it's able to support what we're doing on top of like everything else that everyone else is doing too. Nice. That sounds awesome. So innovative. I love it. Jade is fantastic. Fantastic. I can't say enough. <laughs> Patrick, can I, can I ask you how many hosts are there that you're working with or that are hosting shows right now? And this is um, to timestamp this today is October 16th. We're probably on the cusp of 25, and then there's this number, like you can see, that there's people on the cusp of shows, depending on when they're ready. So there's always another, like, three to five in the hopper about to come out in the next two weeks. So that's kind of, like, how it ends up turning about. So we're hoping to get up to, I'd love to get up to 50 by the end of the year. It would be awesome. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, yes, yeah, so we've uh, we've been about an hour now. I want to kind of wrap things up. Um, if anyone has any sort of thoughts to share, what I'm thinking about asking you, Patrick, is basically uh, I hear from you. I should be consistent, should set a regular time. So what I'm thinking is next Saturday, probably the same time, 4 p.m. Eastern. And I'm thinking about who, who should I get on the show? What kind of topic should be? But really, I'm hearing that the, the most important thing is to really just kind of show up next week and do the next episode. Um, is there anything else uh, advice you would give me uh, for this week to think about uh, kind of the next show? Yes. A format of questions so that you can say, hey, these are the six that we're going to go through and try to be consistent or at least use those as ways of opening conversation like you have. So you might pull some format from them in that regard. And then 
I'd say if there's any questions that people have to like just DM you or comment on your tweets, that way you might be able to collect some stuff from folks as well and, and offer those up in advance to your interviewee. That's a good idea. Um, so let me take that opportunity then to plug our Discord, which is where you can find me. I hang out in the Discord, Brannigan. Um, I'm in the RDAO forum or the RDAO channel. Uh, but you feel free to tag me, DM me here on Twitter. I'm on the Rug Radio Rag account. If you have ideas, if you want to talk, if you have questions for episode one, I'm going to start thinking about episode one. Um, and then uh, what do I need to do, Patrick, for the kind of a syndication and the clips? Is there a, is there a next I step I just for brought me? up, I brought up the main man, <laughs> Golden himself. He is the executive producer, and he is the guy that will be helping you along the process here so that you will hear from him and me quite regularly, and you have access to both of us on a regular basis so that if I'm not available, you always feel free to reach out. And like I said, one of the steps, we, we try to set it up as a decentralized thing so that anybody can jump in and help any creator along the process. It's not like only Patrick does this and only Golden does this. It's kind of like we know as we scale, it'll be easier for us to be able to automate things after we train people and then turn into videos and then make life easier from that pers perspective. And then same thing with some of the tools that Golden's working on in helping people interview better, ask the right questions, how they're talking, what microphone they might be using, how it sounds, little things like that that make a huge difference, as you can see. Oops. Golden, can you are you available to speak? Can you introduce yourself? I think we just yeah yeah DM everyone yeah Patrick just muted me for a second but how's how's everybody doing? Um, it wasn't me. It was Brandon again. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah I I just hopped up here honestly I was one of my friends was listening to a space and I heard Patrick's voice and I was like oh man I almost missed the whole like our Dow meeting. So I'm glad I'm glad I got to make the tail end of it. But yeah, I'm I'm here for all the creators, all the hosts. Anytime you guys need me, like uh, like Patrick said, we are scaling and things are going to get bigger. But right now is kind of a special time. Things are quiet. Like we have our handful of creators that are very active, so we're accessible. You know what I mean? We're here for you guys, and we can we can help along the process in ways that we might not be able to later on as things get a little more thick if you will you know so uh reach out to me in dms i'm on discord i'm, I'm on everywhere that you guys can uh, possibly contact me at and i'm here to to help you guys make a show we just started a show recently and it was it was kind of like uh, really inspiring getting a new show started you know what i mean hearing a new host and it was actually his first like live show that he did so we're we're here man and we're, we're cranking stuff out and making things better day by day so any any anything you could possibly need help on just reach out to me I think I found your next uh, guest for one of your shows there. So I knocked off another one of your four shows. So I count for at least half your work. I mean, Patrick. Patrick, you, you killed it. <laughs> I was exactly, I was just going to say that. This is a perfect lead in to episode one. The next episode pending uh, timing. We'll make sure the timing works out for you, Golden. But I'd love to have you on as my next guest. Uh, next Saturday, probably 4 p.m. Eastern, but uh, look in the Discord, look on Twitter, and uh, join us next weekend for yeah, our absolutely. I will definitely one. be there, man. Let's Appreciate go. Appreciate everyone. Thanks, Brian, again. Thanks, Patrick. Thanks, Jade. 
Thanks, uh, Maboots. Thanks, Iotos. Thanks, Zach. Thank you, everyone. I'll see you next week.